Hey, it's Mind Gold episode 10, um, and it is just me today, me and Graham. Um, I do have a guest joining me, which is really exciting. Uh, Graham is currently asleep, um, which is pretty much what he does when he's not shitting or chewing the couch. So that's great. Um, I thought I'd like to start this episode with basically going a little bit deeper into like my intentions behind Mind Gold, as it's like episode 10, and I don't think I've ever really done that on here. <laughs> Um, so I don't consider myself to be exceptional, like nothing I've gone through has been particularly different to what a lot of other people have gone through. Um, and I definitely don't claim to be um, an expert in any means. But I think that it is really important to be open, to be vulnerable and to share our experiences with others. Um, and I guess what we've learned along the way. And I call this stuff mind gold. So basically like little epiphanies that you've had, adversity or experiences you've gone through which have led you to make a realization about yourself, have lent to self-growth, uh, self-awareness and all that kind of thing. Because I haven't always been the best person, um, I'm not saying I'm the best person now, but I guess my goal in life is to become as good as I possibly can, uh, not only at my sport but as a person. Um, as a, as a trainer, uh, as a friend in relationships um, and just generally make my life as fulfilling as I can. And I think that what I've learned um, fairly recently is that by making it about something other than myself, it actually relieves a lot of the anxiety um, and a lot of the pressure just of being alive, really. Um, so yeah, that's what Mind Gold's about. It's about um, talking to people who I feel are exceptional um, whatever their vocation may be, they don't need to be an athlete, they don't need to be famous, uh, they just need to be someone who has mind gold to share and someone that we can learn from. So very lucky to have a very special guest today. Um, you may know her from TV or you may have seen her stand up. She's fucking hilarious. A uh, bit of an Australian legend, we've got Celia Pocola joining us as in me and Graham today. <laughs> so that's super exciting. Uh, James is moving house this weekend, by the way. So he has entrusted me with the production of this episode. So I'm going to have an actual tripod. Um, but more importantly, we do have Celia Pocola. So welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Hi. Good afternoon. <laughs> so professional. Do we say what time of the day or not? Is it? Uh, is it is 3.07pm. It's strange. And I understand you've already done an intro for me. So the, I the have. Listeners you have no idea what I, I just said. No, I don't. What did you say? <laughs> you could not. really stitch me up here. You're in I charge of it. I could have 100% stitched you up. Just in case I did, why don't you tell everyone who you are? That would be great. Hello, my name is Celia Kukula. Great. And what do you do? I, I pat cats really well sorry oh, i'm quite distracted so because well. I've, I've just met graham and he's the new man in my life um what do i do what do what don't i do sarah many things i do stand-up comedy i like to think it's my number one thing that i do but since then ooh, i've also done <laughs> sorry I, I made the mistake of trying to cat, touch a cat on the stomach and they don't like that um i also do some acting writing Done some radio, bit of a bit of everything. Common thread, those generally generally comedy. Yeah, I work in the comedy field. You do. You're pretty funny. Well, I have what to I say, hope so. you're pretty funny. 
Um, when I first met you, I did not know you were like professionally funny. Mm. Um, and I remember the first time we ever trained because that's how we met. Uh, I trained Celia. She mm. lifts weights very yeah. well. Very well. That's something else you, do, you do that you didn't mention. Um, yeah. So uh, I remember the first training session that we did, I got you doing dead bull slams. And do you remember? Did I tell them to fuck off? You gave the bull the finger. The finger yes, I did. And I was like, you're fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yep, you're, you're good. Well, this will work. We're this will get work. Along. Yeah. And then I realized that you were like on TV and shit. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's cool. It's weird. It's like with my family when I be hilarious. And I'm just like, you, you don't even know. You're doing this for free. People will pay a lot of money to come and watch me do this. And you just get it. What, how lucky you are. They're very lucky. I do feel privileged that I get to experience uh, the humor uh, of you in, in daily life. But, you know, it also, yeah. There's been, you know, I'd like to think I have a sense of humour, you know, but also, <laughs> you, you know, it's so. not all the, t- it's not all the time. This is no. another thing that people are like, because I've always lived with comedians and that people are like, your house must be Hilarious. non-stop lols. Like, not really. I mean, yeah, a bit sometimes, but then there's also a lot of, uh, we're out of milk, boring, you know. For sure. Yeah. Well, you are a normal person. It's fine. Living with normal people. It's fine. Definitely. Mm. Uh, have you found that since you obviously people recognize you and stuff like that? What do you, do you like that? Do you not like that? Not re- It's weird. We, and we've talked about it and this is in my last show is that is as I am and I'm not. So either people really know me, so they'll know all of the stuff that I've done or they don't know me at all. And it's the most awkward when there's two, one of each of those people together. So the number of times someone's gone, oh my God, it's you, Celia. And they'll hit their friend and they're like, can you believe it, who it is? And they're like, I don't know who she is. And I'm like, it doesn't matter, you don't have to know. And she's like, how do you not know who she is? So it's like someone else, it's like these people having an argument about my level of yeah. notoriety in front of me. And I'm like, I don't need to be oh here God, for this. Sick. You two can talk about this when I'm gone. Um, but I don't, my favorite, I don't love it. It's not why why I do, do it at all. But sometimes my favorite is like yesterday, is when a young, the young awkward types come up to me. That's my favourite. And I could tell, you know. Like that guy at, when we went to see Muriel's wedding. Yeah, yeah. He was so young, cute. Yeah, they're, they're my favourite. And um, and I like that because then I can be nice to them. And so they don't go away going, oh, God, how shit that they were actually an they asshole were so or whatever. Than I, yeah. But seeing the bravery, the people, because a lot of my stand-up and stuff is, is immature, silly, or about, vulnerability insecurities all that kind of stuff so for them to come up to me and go and it's always like i'm so sorry but i just can i just like tell you so, that i love you so and i'm like how dare you? you yeah oh that's so cool yeah, yeah, yeah so that's really sweet and to be able to go no keep to all like oh, i've thought about doing comedy and go to be able to be encouraging so i like that um i don't like people coming up to me and going hey you're famous, aren't you? I'm like, ah, and you have to, that's, that well, sucks. you've got to, like, explain who you are. Yeah. Or, or, but anyone can come over and say hello as long as you just don't, or if they try and join you. Like, the best interaction is someone just going, hey, I like your stuff. Bye. That's, that's kind of, that's fine. Yeah. Anyone can do that But don't time. linger. Just say your piece. Don't, don't sit down and join. If I'm with my friends, don't that's make me, because I, I will never go, okay, can you go next? Because I'm, because it's awkward. Yeah. And sometimes it's weird if someone gives you a compliment and you don't know them, but the instinct is to give them a compliment back, but you don't know them. So like, if someone so goes, funny and you're like, I love goes, your hat. Yeah, that's it. But I'm like, I go, oh, they're like, hey, I really like your show. And I'm like, thanks. Um, do you have my phone number? Like, do we hang out? No, I don't. Like, I, like what happens I panic now? and fill in the gap with um, that kind of stuff. But uh, so, yeah, 
fine. If it does, it really doesn't happen that 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 much. I bet it does. It does a bit. It depends <laughs> where I am. Like um, me and some friends went to see Come From Away, the musical, um, and the, everyone there was there was a lot of baby boomers there, and I was getting recognised left, right, and centre because it was ABC. ABC audience, like mums. People's yeah. mums know me, so I was in a spot where there was a lot of um, uh, mum aged people. Well, like women, you know, sort of middle-aged women. And, they, yeah, I was getting – I'm that nice girl from the ABC. Anyway. But then if I was at, like, a video game convention, probably not. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> um, you talk about your show about – I've been to a couple of your shows. Uh, Fucking love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right that, you know, vulnerability is like a big part of it. Do you find that really hard? Cause n- knowing you on a personal level and like knowing that the stuff that you talk about in your show is so you and it's so raw and it, it is vulnerable. Do you find that really hard putting that out there for like public, for people who don't know you that well? Yes. But weirdly, I'm more comfortable saying something to a thousand strangers than I would to one person. Oh, one I totally on get this. I totally get this. It's really weird. The shit I've said on stage. Yes. And, and I just, and then I walk off stage and then if sometimes if people come up to, I don't like that when people bring that stuff up to me in person. Yeah. It's like I'd forgotten that they were, that there was people there. Yeah. So I'm really happy to do it, but I don't, I wouldn't do it one-on-one, which is a weird, I don't know why that is, but that's good. Yeah, it's the and also that's the that's sort of the way it should be. I like that's the good thing about stand up and theatre that you sit in the dark and you can gin, listen and take whatever you want away from it. Yeah, but it takes away the awkwardness of having a person directly it's kind in of front like of having you. Having a confessional booth almost between kind of, you yeah. and the audience for both sides and for listening yeah. as well. Like, I, so I like going to theatres. You can see one of the things I love about theatre is it's one of the few places where you're allowed to stare at another human being. Like you, just, you can just look at them. Yeah. Like you can't do that anywhere. Even if you're in a relationship with someone, it's still weird to just stare at them. That is weird. But like I'll go to the theatre <laughs> and I'll, I really enjoy it. I'll just look at someone's hands and like, I'm just looking at their hand and they're moving their hand. <laughs> and it's totally okay. Um, so that's, yeah, I, I find it not not too bad. There's a, there was a few, There's a few, I have a few rules for myself. You have, have to be ready to be able to talk about something. Yeah. So I don't use this stage as a, as a therapy. It is a bit, it just does a bit anyway, but not for that reason like I have to justify why something is funny before I put it on stage and why yeah it can't just be like I'm I need to get this off not, my chest I'm not trying to shock anyone I'm not trying no. to be edgy or whatever it's what is I've got to I've got to be very clear in my mind about why I'm doing it and the consequences of it happening yeah that you may have someone come up to you in the mm. street and talk about abortion yeah. or talk about your yeah. asshole yeah, yeah yeah and you've got to be fine yeah. to a certain extent with being like yeah yep yeah, I've it. done those things yeah and I, know, I mean, then that's another th- advantage of a comedy is you're taking the piss, piss out of yourself. So it, nothing's embarrassed. If I make the joke first, then it's kind of I've made the joke first. So if someone tries to throw it back in my face, it's, it's like, yeah, fat. I said that. Yeah, yeah. you can call yourself fat, mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't mind. And it's important. And, you know, I like it. It's, um, it's uh, yeah, it's primarily got to be jokes. Funny first and hope that people have a nice time. But then also you've got, particularly with hour-long shows, you've got people's attention for an hour, and they really get to know you, so you can yeah you can share some share some stuff. I imagine that it would be quite a cathartic thing to do. Have you ever found like whilst because I find this because I write stuff, um, and I find that whilst I'm writing it, I'll have like these little epiphanies or these little like mind goals moments. I call them like little realizations that'll like 
I guess, promote like self-awareness or something like that, right? Do you find that like in terms of both your shows and like the characters you play, like do you ever kind of realize something about yourself kind of like midway? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I write every, I write everything out. That's the only way of figuring anything out is it's kind of part of because the, the job is um, looking inside all the time. It can be a bit much, yeah, because you're never not doing it. Um, but I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think sometimes writing something down or saying it out loud makes you go, "Oh, I don't actually think that anymore." Yeah, I find that one's a weird one where you think about a certain situation in a certain way and then when you look at it again now or write it out and go oh I've changed how I feel about that yeah it's interesting right or like maybe you've always thought that somebody wronged you horrendously yeah and then in retrospect you're writing or you're talking about you're like hang on a second that was kind of my fault yeah and you can kind of see it from the other angle it's quite interesting how that works and some people you know use music or painting or whatever but yeah it's definitely words for me to make sense of stuff yeah um which I love it whether it's through a fictional thing or if 100% 100% autobiographical thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and I know, yeah, it's putting personal stories out there like you do as well is good for everyone, really. I feel like the enemy of everything is silence and fear and not yeah. being out there, I think. I think so. To a certain extent, like not hate speech, you know what I mean, but in terms yeah. of sharing personal stories, it's, um, whilst can be confronting, is ultimately a good thing. Like, not that I want to get real into this, but like me too, is and was and remember when it first happened yeah it was so full-on and awful because it was all of these examples of horrible things that had happened to individuals yeah but the good thing about it was it showed that it's real you know that women don't need to be ashamed that this is a serious problem and and needs to stop so you know what i mean so yeah um and the same with putting the abortion stuff out there i never thought i'd do that but then i got sort of pushed and i went i'm just going to do this and actually it was good. The, the the benefit, the the advantages of it for me, which was the number of women uh, telling me that that made them feel better, was way better than the couple of dickheads who called me a baby killer or whatever. Yeah, you know, hundred um, percent. And I'm sure you've had the same. You know, I'm sure people will react to the stuff you've been through. It's just, you know, you yeah, be careful of everyone's of people's feelings, and also that's why warnings and whatever is important, but. You know, it's yeah. your story to tell, so... For sure. I think it's hard when um, you're putting something like that out there because there's this incredible anxiety that people will take your message the wrong way, um, that they'll be offended, that they'll think X, Y, Z of you. Yeah. And to, I guess, to not take that on board and to think, I'm putting this out there because I think it's important and I think that there are people who will benefit from this message but then, of course, there are the two dickheads or however yeah. many dickheads there are mm. that are going to be on the flip side of that and are going to not like you or not like your message. And did you find that that's, that's quite hard sometimes? Yeah, I'm very lucky. I don't get it very much because I'm not particularly controversial. Uh, and I'm in comedy and I'm in a sort of left bubble. So I'm not really out there confronting people who'd hate me and my opinions very much. Yeah. Like, I, I have so much respect for women in politics. I don't know how much I was thinking about how, um, even just like women who want to be pilots, like other industries where you, I, I've sort of, um, I've not had it too. It was hard getting in, doing comedy early on. But anyway, I don't get a lot of hate stuff. Yet, this is the, thing. the special. <laughs> the special that I just filmed that had the abortion stuff in it. By the way, it's like that's 
two jokes. You and know. it was very funny. But that's the other thing as well, is this kind of stuff, you don't want to be defined by it. No. You don't want to be like, oh, that's oh, that bad community. Yeah, when it's like, yeah. I've been doing this for 12 years, that is one joke, and, but it's making a point about stuff. Which is also why I keep making stuff to, to stop being... To avoid being defined by anything, yes. I just do not stop making things yeah. and as many different things as I can so that you never get that kind of locked into this is you and this is that, you know, that's what she does, that thing. Yeah. Just creatively, I feel it's really important to, to just, to just be trying new things all the time yeah. and challenging yourself and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so I don't get that much hate, but yeah, as I say, the special that I just filmed has got that stuff in it and that will be going out next year. So we'll see if something, you never know. There was moments during the filming where I was like, as I was saying something, I'm like, I wonder if this will be the thing that, but you that know someone what? will pick Chances up Chances are that that would be taken fine and then something else completely will not exactly, that you've could be yeah. taken the wrong way. So you know what? Who fucking knows? Just say what you want. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. it as long as I can justify it to myself and back it up. So everything in this show, whilst people, some people might not like it, I can um, argue it. Yeah, absolutely. I can just defend it. For myself, and I know why it's in there, so that's good. But yeah, um, but yeah. Do you find? I guess it would be really hard having like, and even the the good opinions of you, mm. like I guess being able to intrinsically validate what you do rather than you know relying on reviews and comments on social media and awards and all these kind of things that you're obviously opening yourself up for in your industry. Um, and obviously those can all be like really fantastic things and it must be really great to get an award or read a, like a really awesome review, right? But then how much of your validation is, is internal and just comes from being passionate about what you're doing? Um, I think I take validation now at this point in my career right now, and this may change, is that I'm busy. If I keep getting work, that's all I need. If people still keep wanting to hire me and I'm too busy to do all of the things, then that's, that's, what I, that's where I want to be. And more than uh, awards or public fame, I want respect in the community. <laughs> I'd oh, much rather yeah. you just want to. I want to be a good guy. I want to be the good guy in the in the industry that people. That if you lost something, people went oh. I, that or if you won something, whatever, that people are genuinely happy for you. They think That's, you deserve it. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather not get a thing that everyone thought that I should have got than get a thing that people thought I shouldn't. You know yes. what I mean? So that's, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? No, you know yeah. one wants to be that person where someone win, where they win something and everyone's like, well, not it just so so that is uh good. It's yeah, it's hard. Um even being busy you can still go. It, at any point in this career it can work and just stop. Yeah. And you disappear. You know, what happens to them and you have to go back and the the fear of the real job. <laughs> Is always there, but that's also why I like to <laughs> diversify and make sure that I can yeah. be skilled in a few different things. Particularly writing. Writing's the one in my mind where I go, if something awful happens, if I'm involved in some kind of scandal, I could, if I really needed to, you know, if all the if I have a nipple slip or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there is one out there which is also in that show. Um, oh my god, not amazing. out there, but out, out a man there. has it. And I think <laughs> I think there's someone in the world who still has. You know what? On a SIM no card. one in the world has a sex tape of me. Well, that's no, you're I'm, one of the rare the few I, people now. Well, well, I think so. I've never it's never crossed my mind to, but I've got a tripod now. An actual well, no, one. I mean, do so, what you want, but look. What I mean, I'm not. Oh, you have to. I don't you have, have to watch my special for my my stand up material about this because I've got some very hilarious opinions about this topic. <laughs> um, uh, no, but I, I would if I need if I ever wanted to not 
or not do stand up or just not do anything public for a while. I I like you know I could still write if I needed to just yeah, make a sure. job that's not that's if I wanted to go mm-hmm. live in a cabin and hide for a bit. Obviously, probably in Tasmania. It's beautiful. Mm, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, what was your real job before you got into stand-up? Waitressing. Oh. I have no other talents or skills. Like I had a writing, my, my, I went to uni and I did drama and writing and media. And then I just worked in hospitality. Waitress. Fine dining though. And it was so stressful. It was really fine dining. But, but I got my first waitressing job because I was doing acting drama. Because the, the manager was like, waiting tables is acting is performing which it is yeah like you've you got to pretend you like people that's it and <laughs> i you do and you perform for them and you, like, and you have a little jokes when you're there and you you know yeah um it is a yeah it's a very yeah so i did that for a long time and then i went for bartending for a bit which was awesome and then it got to the point where when i was too busy to be doing the bar work like i kept that job for as long as possible because you never you're always like you don't want to let go and then have to call up, you know, a week later and go. 100%. Remember Actually, how I said I quit? Actually, I need more shifts. How embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I was quite, I was pretty good at it. I'll say that. Well, you don't want, you always get that to fall back on, mm. you know. Now my wrists are no All good three now. of your shows just know, go under. I know. I know. Um, yeah. I'm just so happy that there's a cat. Oh, I'd forgotten he was even there. He's been really He's good. He's the same colour as your couch. I'm not I know, surprised. That you was... don't... Do you just sit on him nonstop? 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Graham. Graham, don't show me your belly if you don't want me to touch it. Oh, he does that. It's such a trick. You He's literally just doing it so he can bite you. He want to bite me. Don't be fooled. He wa- definitely wants to bite you. That's the sign that he likes face. you, though, so it's okay. Oh, Graham. You tease. <gasps> <laughs> Look at his little dog. Anyway, yes. yes. Um. He's, yeah. He's... He plays that game. Yeah. So what you said you don't have an end goal before. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a good thing because I think like when people are, when you're doing something that's kind of fucking hard, right? Like what you do is hard. There's always got to be something like, oh, but once I get here, I'll be right. Once I get here, I'll be finished. I'll be where I want to be. But you don't have that. Like you have no idea what your life's going to look like in 10 years, right? Yeah. Uh, that's no. kind of cool. Well, because there's no, then what do you do if your whole thing is one day I'm going to make a film, I'm going to be in a film, and then if you do that, then then what? I think it's more about, and it took me a while, for a while it was like that. Yeah. It was like when I got my first sort of TV jobs, early, early days, and I was like, this is it, that's it now. Um, but there is, then you realise there is no, that's it. Well, that's kind of cool though, yeah. because imagine if you had been like, that's it. And you'd stopped, and now look, like look at you now. Yeah. So. So what I am more hoping for is a is a body of work. So to just continually add to my body of work and make it stuff that I'm proud of, and even if there's stuff that I like more than others, that I can look back and go, that's a very a varied body of work. Like for example, this year I did a play. Yes. Which was very hard, and I'm never doing it again. <laughs> You've decided because last time we talked, you're like, mm, I no, don't know, I don't know. No, I don't mean that. I don't know if I'll never do it again. It was just, it was hard. I'm really happy that I did it, and I'm proud that I did. It, you know, and to show range, and I learnt a lot. Yeah. And I had a very different experience, but that, that's what I mean. But and I mean, you fell I, down the fuck and down I fell the, the fuck down the stairs. <laughs> I also fell up the stairs, but that was less dramatic. Um, but so, and that was for no end goal. That doesn't lead to anything. It's terribly paid. It took a lot of, like, I, I lost other jobs. And you were in Sydney for like 10 years. I was in Sydney for six years. months by myself. I was um, 
but the, but I but the reason I made that choice is because I've always wanted to do a play. It's been one of the things in my mind I've always wanted to try and see what that's like. And it came up, and I went, okay, well, if not now, when? If not yeah. this one, then what? What excuses am I making for not doing it? And also, not uh, being scared of something is not a good enough reason to not do it. Agreed. The number of things some stuffs come up, and that I'm like, I don't to want so to many do it. In life. But I have no reason to say no other than I don't want to. Having said that, sometimes you can choose if you know you can you can say no to some stuff. Sex tapes, for so example. So my point is, always <laughs> say yes and sometimes say no. Hmm. Um, is that work your it mind out for yourself. Gold? It kind of is. But do you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's, it's they they contradict each other. I don't know about that saying yes to everything thing. But it's not, but then sometimes you, say no. Some definitely sometimes. Always say yes, but sometimes say no. Yeah. <laughs> Celia, no questions. <laughs> but no, goodbye. Um. Uh, yes. What were we talking about to get there? Oh my god, I don't even know. Um, uh, or oh, having an end goal. Because how yeah. about you? Because isn't it doing fit, doing weights and stuff? Like, well, what is the end goal? I don't think I have an end goal. I don't, I have like goals along the way. I have like, to, like uh, weights that I want to be able to lift so that I can qualify for certain things. Um, but in saying that, I also want weightlifting just to be a part of my life rather than my whole life mm-hmm. so i guess by doing stuff like this um like training people um developing like programs for, for the center that i work at stuff like that i guess i'm trying to make um every aspect of my life about improving like myself and whether that's by helping other people to get better um and then by default that helps me to get mm-hmm. better um so i don't have an end goal either mm-hmm. i used to want to have my own gym um i don't anymore <laughs> Yeah. I just think that that would be, uh, it's, it's like you said about having an end goal means you're kind of like putting a lid on your potential and yeah. being like, this is all I'm good enough to do. Yeah. Like if you'd done that back when you were a waitress, oh, I'll be fine once I've, once I'm doing stand up and you'd stop there. Hmm. You know, now you've got what, three TV shows. Yeah. A bunch of stuff. But I like, if I'd stop, if I'd, I, I like, I'm proud of having tried of continually trying different things because once things are going well in a certain area, it's scary to try something else. Because like, why would you try this thing that you might not be good at when you're already doing this thing that you are doing well at? Like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. What if people hate you to do something, you know, people like you doing this. Why would you do this other thing that they might hate? Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. Proud of that stuff. Uh, yeah. And because what you do is quite terrifying anyway. Right. You've got to find, but this is the weird thing. And I'm terrified of it. Still am. Like yeah. physically scared of my own job sometimes. Ter- so dumb. Um, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. Um, I forgot what my point is. Um, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> Silly, do you have work your cute Yes, I do. Um, no, I think it's something about... Um, I like trying new different things. No, I can't remember. You're talking about challenging yourself at something that's already challenging, basically. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, that's it. That's what's weird, is I'm scared of my first job, but then I will choose other jobs that are also scary. Yeah. Like, I will act as... I hate being scared of my job, but then if I'm not scared of it anymore, I'll have to do something else that's scary. Well, exactly, because it means you're complacent. Yeah, it's So weird. it has to kind of terrify you a little bit. You just find new ways. And you can that doesn't mean you can still do the same thing and find new things about it that challenge you. You know, like with Rosehaven, we've done three seasons now. 
but that doesn't mean it's still scary for different reasons. So we've got to find different ways to well, push ourselves still, the next time. Keep liking it, right? Well, yeah. Well, so we try to make the yeah. it better. Every season has to be better than the last, or yeah, we'll be more involved in certain ways and that kind of stuff. But that would be even harder in a way than coming up with the first season, right? Because the first one's already going to be new and exciting. But then the second one, you've got to try even harder to build upon that. Yeah. Like I yeah. guess. I guess with this one, weirdly, no, because we because the first one we had no idea if anyone was going to like it, and then because they did, we were like, oh, sick! Now we can relax and just have fun with that. The yeah. third one was hard for that reason because we were like, okay, well, the first one we had no idea. The second one we we just took that and went forward, and then we weren't sure like, how do we make the third one different and better? I can't even remember. <laughs> I assume it was better. I don't know. It was just more of the same. Yeah. Well, we just went more in depth. We just tried things we hadn't done before, different sort of structures, tried to put more stuff in it that we weren't in, the main, me and Luke, the yeah, lead yeah, characters. Sure. We tried to sort of take ourselves. Just not because we wanted some more time off to sit in the trailer. Was totally Although that would have been great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, and you might find that one day it comes back around and you do want to have your own gym again. And that's yeah. fine, but don't, don't change. Yeah, I think it's about like not saying no, never. Yeah, because yeah. how do you know? How do you know? Yeah. This is why I don't have any tattoos. This is why I don't, I'm amazed oh my God, by all mate, your tattoos. Like, I, how the fuck do I look like this? It's it's Be- the worst. Because I could never get... <laughs> it's not the worst. You look amazing. Mate, honestly, sometimes I'm like, why? Why have I... <laughs> Why have I done this? Half the time I forget that I, you know, because I'm used to what my skin looks like and I don't really think about it. But then sometimes I'm just like, Jesus Jesus. Christ, you fucking went too hard. (laughs) What is your problem? It's ridiculous. It's amazing. But like, see, I don't have any tattoos because I'm afraid of needles and commitment, right? (laughs) (laughs) But like, I can't, I can't ever imagine going, yes, that forever. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I'm the same with everything else in life. Like, I'm so, everything else is so fucking temporary, mm. right? Like, every person in your life, yeah. you're, they're either going to die or you're going to die or you're going to stop having them in your life for another reason. Mm. And that's certain. So, you know, commitment is fucked. Yeah, you might want to have a look at that. Is that mate? That sounds like that's bringing up some stuff for you. <laughs> That this is a physical, a visual representation of perhaps some commitment. Um, yeah, but it's still it's temporary. Like you can get tattoos removed, you can get tattoos covered up. Yes. You know, I don't have to look like this forever if I don't want to. Yeah. Although I lack the funds and the commitment <laughs> to change it. But well, the, the closest I ever came to having to getting a tattoo was after a horrific breakup because it was about a control thing yeah which i don't know if that if, if that's a part of it oh, i've got you. some control issues but it was like this is something <laughs> i control it's my body my thing and i'm yeah. making this choice yeah. now and i'm in charge of that but i didn't because you know i'm afraid what? of needles but that may have something to do with it because i've yeah i've got some control. like this is my body and i'm i'm making this bold cho- you know and sh- it shows people you know an expression of yeah how, do what I how decisive in choice and yeah yeah. I think so. I don't, I don't know. I well, potentially. I'm a control enthusiast. Okay, right. Yeah, that's how I define myself. Right, right, if right. I, if I was to. Right, right. I'm yeah. not selfish. I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Pretty much. It's great. Um, but yeah. Yeah, why are we talking about me? Like... Because it's what it probably has a conversation. Oh, no, no, no. I, yes. we have, this well, is your I first have tattoos. One. Celia has none. That's right. Um, but is it not? I mean, it, yes. I'll, I mean, I'm I sure don't... people would like to hear about me. Yeah, well, so then that's why they're listening to the show. It's your show. Mate. There's no sex tape, sorry, but <laughs> you terrible. Like, I've got a sex tape. It's only audio. <laughs> 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 I 
terrible. <laughs> it's just a little crashing. So you just don't anyway. Speaking of that, the video's turned off. So oh, this, this is now only audio, only audio as well. Yeah. Um, talk to me about imposter syndrome, just to, you know, get back off the sex tape. Sure. So that's something that I, I I have it with everything. Like I have it with relationships, I have it with with friendships, with work, with training, with everything. And it's this whole concept of like you know, fuck off, I'm shit, like mm. you have said before. Mm. Uh, I'm not good uh, enough. Just to be clear, I have not said to Sarah, fuck off, you're shit. <laughs> that is a reference to material that I have when people try I'm to give you a compliment and you go, you go, shut up, I'm shit. Because Australians, we, we, you've got to put yourself down. Got to be self-deprecating. Yeah, yes, and it's continue. not, like, it's not cool to be like, yeah, I'm good at that. Or, yeah, I'm hot. Yeah. Or, of course you fucking yeah. want a piece of this. Which is so weird because in, in America, they are very, I like 100%. that. But Australia and the UK is the same in that we're like, if someone comes in to the beer, whatever, it's like, Guys have totally crushed it. I'm like, who is this wanker? We like the people who are like, oh nah, I'm I'm not good. Which is which is weird. But also, I don't want to be that. Like I, no. I don't want I don't want to be. If I had to choose <laughs> to being what I am, which is super self deprecating, um, or to be arrogant, I would much prefer to be where I am. Oh, like I, massively. But it looks they look like they're having a fun time. I think the super arrogant people genuinely don't realize because they couldn't. You know what I mean? Like, they couldn't realise how gross it sounds, what they're saying. Just, like, humble bragging and all that kind of... Yeah. But, anyway. But in your in your job, it must be a really fucking hard thing to overcome. Like, standing up in front of hundreds of people with that potential, no one wants to hear you. You're not yeah. worth listening to, fuck off your shit. Yeah, it is, it is a weird... There is an inherent arrogance in stand-up comedy because you are standing on stage saying, what I am going to say is more interesting and funny than what you can think. <laughs> in fact, you should pay me. But you know what I mean? You are. Good. My thoughts yeah. are better than your thoughts. Yes. And you should listen to me tell them. Oh, I'm, not, it's not, I'm not an expert. It's not facts. I'm not giving you... Yeah. I am but literally, I think my thoughts are better than your thoughts and you may hear them for a price. <laughs> um, so there is an arrogant, that's just, that's just the job. That's the gig. Um, the good thing is you, it's proven like people laugh. If people laugh, then you go, okay, well, something I'm doing, people are liking, yeah. you know, and I've had bad gigs, but I've had more now good gigs than bad gigs so every time I have a good gig it goes alright we're still this. we're doing something that people like and there's even some nights where it goes well and I still come off and go I don't think I should do this anymore I just don't think I'm very I just don't I, I think it's fine and there's people doing it better than me and no one needs me, my voice in this thing anymore yeah um, and that's okay and then sometimes if it's like that I feel like I'll just take a bit of time away from it wait till I've got something to say to people that I think is worth, that I do think is worth their time, you know? Yeah. I think it's, it's so hard because you may, it depends on what mood you're in as well. Yeah. Like I have days where I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then I have some days that I'm just like, why are you even existing? You're yeah, a fucking why? piece of shit. Well. <laughs> and it's, it's just awful and you don't know when you wake up, what, what's it going to be? Yeah. Am I going to be amazing today or, uh, and it can go completely opposite and it's such a roller coaster. I guess it's about trying to not panic when it's the bad one. Yeah. And going, well, someone said this to me. It's like, I, I believe you're feeling that. Like, believe, recognizing that what you're feeling is real, but what 
it's not real. Like the thing you think is not real, the fact that you're feeling bad is real. Just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. That's right. Yeah. But it, but it's you. You are still feeling it. Yes. So recognizing it. This is all that mindfulness stuff about. It doesn't have to take over everything. So you can feel shit and go, I feel shit today, and go, well, I'm still gonna get. I'm still gonna do the stuff I was going to do anyway and it's not me and it's not real it's just how my mind is and also yeah. to find I find it fun to talk about your mind be like that's very kind of my mind thanks brain that's very nice of you today to tell me that horrible stuff about myself isn't that interesting to find it to sort of separate yourself from it as being part of you and just being something your brain is doing that yeah. day um and in the same way when you're feeling wonderful to go this is a good day to recognize that it's that it can change that it doesn't have to take over your whole life and overwhelm you and and sort of um succumb to it yeah i think like and there's those those fleeting moments where you feel like everything's okay and that everything's okay in your mind everything's okay in your life like everything's going to be fine yeah and they're just like these moments but you just have to like fucking cherish the shit out yeah. of them yeah 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 because <laughs> the next day know. you might be back to that yeah hole or whatever you've talked about the pit before yeah. right so it's kind of like you know you're sort of like teetering on the edge of this thing between like feeling okay and and feeling not okay yeah so i will just say when we see obviously this is all i'm not a professional and i don't know <laughs> i'm just talking so stuff will come out but don't take your word as gospel but this is my personal experience with so yeah mental health stuff um uh yeah so there's it's, it's there's been bad times but it's i'm at the point now where uh it's just about recognizing it and getting on top of it before it gets to a point that it's out of hand yeah and we all sort of know this the stuff it's just about doing it even if you go oh it's not that bad yet i won't do anything that's when you should do it yes so you have your like strategies that you put in place but yeah. you'll be like i'm gonna do this when i feel like really bad shit. yeah and by then it's gonna be so much harder to do that stuff um which is what i found uh and, and and when you're doing that you're also recognizing other people and you can really like you're saying help by helping someone else will help you out as well so talking about it's really great um exercise take just taking care of yourself all of the, all of that stuff um yeah when you first sort of see the signs i think that's and i think keeping thing. that as your habit and doing that stuff daily, like rather than implementing it as like an emergency situation. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, I find if I'm feeling really bad, I'll be like, I'm not meditating. It's not going to help. I'm not writing in my journal. Yeah. It's not going to help. Nothing's going to help. I'm just going to feel like See, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to sit here and hate myself. Right. Yeah. Which is going to make you feel It's going to make me feel worse. Shitter. Yeah. But yeah. if I, if I think, fuck it, who cares? My brain's just telling me this shit. It's not real. I'm yeah. going to meditate. I'm going to write in my journal. I'm going to go for my walk. I'm going to eat really well. I'm going to, whatever the things are that I do every day, I'm going to do all those things as if yeah. I was feeling good. Yeah, absolutely. And um, just trying to be kind to yourself. Um, like run yourself a bath, buy yourself a fl some flowers. Like pat try and think about paddock. Paddock, man, Dude, animals. That is my, yeah. that is my, one of my main yeah. mindfulness tools, yeah. Graham. And try and think of your, yeah so good that we've got i've got a dog now and we go to the dog park and it's just it's like even just 10 minutes it's just this instant it's so good um try and uh yeah be kind to yourself oh think of it like what would you say to your best friend if it was them 
So that's a good one. If your best friend was saying, or if your best friend was saying this stuff about themselves that you're saying to yourself, what would you say to them? Which would be, you're okay, you don't, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. that's what it is. You're not a piece of shit because you missed a snatch of Exa- 95%. See? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you know you better, you know what you need to hear. And of all of the days to be nicer to yourself, it's on those days when you're actually being quite mean to yourself. To, yeah, take a, go get us fancy coffee, you know. Like, just little things like, yeah, bath, put some flowers in your house or something. Go to the movies, do what something that you might Go to the movies to. by yourself. Yeah. Now, that's fucking awesome, yeah. actually. Depends what you see. <laughs> well, don't go to, like, accidentally go to, like, some Marvel movie that's filled with teenagers in the middle. Oh, oh this no. is a terrible idea. No, this is what you have to do, okay? This is the perfect mental health day, mm-hmm. okay? You uh, wake up whenever... You yeah. eat whatever. You don't weigh yourself. Yeah. You don't track your food. You just eat whatever you feel like for breakfast. So far, this is my everyday. <laughs> yeah. Funny peanut butter on toast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're fine. Anyway, you uh, walk up to the shops mm-hmm. if the if the movies is by your house, which obviously it is yeah. by my house. Uh, you go to the movies by yourself. There's no one else there. It's a Tuesday. Obviously, it's cheap. It's the middle of the day. Yeah. You see a movie. It's just like a stupid fucking romantic comedy, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you eat a protein cookie and you have a coffee. Great. And then you just go home you yeah. go and pat your cat, go back to bed. Yeah. Just all the things that no one else needs to be involved in that will yeah. make you feel better. Well, sometimes, I mean, it's different for different people. Like some people might, I love being alone. I like to regroup on my own like that. Yeah. Um, but some people need, you know, don't be scared to not, to reach out to people and you're not a burden. I've got a lot of friends who are like that. Who yeah. they'll tell me later. They're like, like oh, I was in a really bad place, two and you're like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I didn't want to bother you. Like, this is my whole job as your friend. Yes, this is my whole like, job. Bother me, bother me anytime. But even if it's like you've got close enough friends that like I love, I love now that it's less of a stink. Maybe it's just in my little bubble. But honestly, I've pulled out of stuff. I don't do it very much, but with just texts, it's like I'm having a bad mental health day, and you to get it, they'll go. Got it. Yeah. You know? So it's not that, oh, they'll feel like I'm this, that, the other. Sometimes just being straight about it, just going, I'm not up to, I can't see yeah. people right now. But on the other hand, go, listen, I can't go out. Can you just come over for half an hour? Like, not a big stress of going out and having dinner and stuff. Just like, do you want to watch, do you want to sit on the couch and watch two episodes of this thing with me and then RuPaul's go? Drag Race. Yeah. Obviously. Um, well, totally. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, I live with one of my best friends. And I'm so lucky because it's great because we have our, I can have my alone time, but then there's also someone there that we don't have to talk. We just sit yeah. on the couch, but it does make a difference that there's just another person there. So I don't get scared and creeped out that my house is haunted <laughs> and everything gets worse when you're alone at night. You know? yeah. Also, another good piece of advice, there's no good ideas at 4am. Nothing oh is a good God, idea no, at 4am. I need to hear this. I, I had the the number of times you wake yeah. up and you're like, it's for nothing you're thinking is correct or rational. Just, just, just remind yourself. Go. What time is it? It's four. This is none of this. None of this is a thing, at all. Go oh, back to sleep, so and if you're good. still thinking in the morning, then it's different. Sorry, I just noticed you're not here to fuck spiders, Buster, which is oh, one of my favorite it? phrases. It's yeah. the best. Um. Tell, uh, yeah. tell me, mm-hmm. um, give us a mind gold yeah. moment. By us, I mean Graham and I, because James isn't here, obviously. And, and I've Graham started referring. Has fucked off on us. I know. I've started referring to Graham and I as we. No, and I'm sad. like, is that sad? No, no, no. It's fine. Anyway, a we would love to hear yes. um, a mind gold moment, which is basically like an epiphany that you've had somewhere along the way over the course of your 
success, your career, whatever, that's led you to make a change mentally or develop a new sort of mental strength? Ah, okay. I mean, I guess we've sort of covered a couple of them, I reckon. Um, a change. Well, uh, there, well, there was the bats and there was one where it just I let my mental depression and anxiety get to a scary place which made me have to do something drastic, which I went to a retreat. Anyway, but that... Uh, just showed me that I can't fuck about with this shit anymore, which is what I was saying. So I can't let it get that bad. Yeah, retreat bad. So that's retreat bad. Yeah. Um. So that is a different thing. So now it's it's really, it's more of a priority. Have to make it, have to make it more of a priority because yeah. often mental health stuff goes at the back of the queue because no one can see it, and it's more important that you hit that deadline or you're at that place or you don't let this person down. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But that is actually the major one because if that goes then everything you know you're not you're not um you're not gonna you can't keep that up forever and you, that needs to be a priority and it's yeah. you're not helping anyone in the long run by getting really sick that way yeah agreed and you're gonna cause more trouble forever you know what i mean all that stuff where you're like oh i can't i can't the, all that stuff that can make it get worse so I, I think like you know you're keeping so many balls in the air yeah like well especially you are but i mean everyone has you know they have their job they yeah. have a relationship they have their friends they have family they have potentially a hobby or something else they do outside of that and it's like everyone just has to try and be like superwoman or superman like all the fucking time yeah and that is the first thing that you're like oh fuck it i'm not i don't have time to meditate i don't have time to have that alone time yeah. and then you just get super overwhelmed and everything just fucking crashes down and it's fucked yeah it's not sustainable yeah even though i am living that life right now again this year was supposed to be more about balance for me because this is what happens because i i do work a lot and i love it um uh but so it's still but still better trying to find time to take breaks and because that's another thing we really fetishized i can never say that word Fetish, you know what I mean? Fetish eyes, uh, busyness. Yes, it's like and a I do it too. Kind of it's, thing. Yeah. yeah, so tired. I'm so tired. This and I hear myself doing it. And I hate it. Me too. I hate when I hear myself say it. Like I oh, start God, work blah, blah, at blah, six. Blah. I'm still at work at seven p.m. Like fuck up, man. It's like, so. But but it's because because the questions that people have. What are you up to? What are you doing yeah. next? I don't know. So it makes you be like, oh. if you went nothing, like ah, oh. conversation ends and it gets there's nothing to say and then it's awkward. Yeah, and we hate awkward. So we go. Oh, I'm doing this, 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 blah, 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 blah. And I hate, I'm trying to be more grateful to not complaining. It's all stuff I want to be doing. Yeah. There's no, like, oh, I'm so tired because I have to do this, that. I want to do that. I've chosen to do that stuff. And a little, this is another one that I've stolen from, I've, all of these things I've stolen from people along the way. Oh, obviously. Um, change saying, uh, I get to, rather than yes, I have to. That's the best. So, I get to go do a show tonight, rather than I have to go do a show. I get to, you know, work out now. Uh, I get to do this that the other so yeah that's, that's i think another good one is remember when you wanted what you currently have yeah absolutely and i have to tell myself that all the time yeah. because everything that is happening in my life right now are all things that i have wanted to happen for a very long time yeah, yeah. and they're all happening and all i can do is complain that i'm tired yeah or complain that i'm anxious or you know that i'm down or it's too much and it's too hard and yeah. there's too many things and it's like these are all fucking things that you wanted and now you're complaining that you've got everything you wanted yeah it's ridiculous but then just for fun <laughs> it's also it's also you're also allowed to not for everything to feel perfect all the time even when things are good yeah there's also that thing as well where you're like i can't i don't have a right to be 
anxious or depressed because because yes. I've got a home. And I've got food. I've got food and I'm yes. not. And you feel like you can't win. It's yeah, look. It's fine. This is what I say, Michelle. You just we're all just doing the best we can. If you're trying, it's great. Just yeah, you're getting out of bed and you're doing something. You're just doing the best you can today. You're just doing the best we can. I can. I think that's amazing. Yeah, this Felicity Ward is a friend of mine in the UK who told me to be kind to yourself. So yeah, I know, you're just doing you're just doing the best you can. Um, and trying, trying is important because you don't want to let everyone off the hook. You know what I mean? Oh fuck no! Try, but also understand that some days you might not achieve whatever, or you might not. And that that's okay. And I think fine. having the compassion for other people as well, and yeah. accepting that they may be trying their best the same way that you are. That's as well. Giving people the benefit of the doubt that sometimes. they are trying. Like you see people in traffic, and you're like, is it like that? That, that you don't know what day everyone else is having. You know, yeah. you don't know. So yeah, just trying to think that maybe that person is having a shitter time than you, and what it would mean to. And, you know, like not holding other people to the same crazy standards that, like, you have yeah. <laughs> for yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah, 100%. I'd like to believe that everyone's just trying their best. Yeah, I think they are. I think sometimes I just have bad days. Like, I've behaved terribly sometimes when I've been tired, you know, that I regret. I was just really tired and stressed and stuff. And sometimes you're not your best. And it's really hard to, when you're not in that space, it's really hard to see it. If you've yeah. been in a really lovely mood and you're having a wonderful day, and you bump into someone who's super stressed out and shitty, and you're like, it's hard to imagine. You're like, why would you be shitty yeah, like, what is when your, when yeah. you when feeling good is so great? Because and when you're in the other way, and you're like just in an absolute mood, like I get real rage, which people don't think of me, but it like physically, it's this dumb stuff. I cannot imagine this. I know, I know. Um, and I don't want to. Be, you can't want your way out of stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you can't want your way out of being angry. You know, there's things you can do, but it's it's just um. Yeah, we've all been in all of the different situations, and we're all just trying. Well, I hope we're all. I hope we're trying. God, I don't know. Have I said anything that's made sense at all? Ah, uh, you have. It's been Have fantastic. I? God damn it! Thank you so much. Thanks, mate. You're a legend. Um, so what can people watch of yours if they would like to know more about you which obviously everyone should so uh, look this is the other thing is because this is very different to anything that I actually do but if you like the sound of your voice it's oh, yes. on other things well you should I think if you like the, this conversation uh, please watch my stand up special when it comes out and there's one on stand at the moment yeah, yeah which is my come from a couple of years ago that one's really all about dating and stuff that was really funny I um, saw that one yes you yeah. saw this one as well then this one's uh, this one will be on Amazon Prime uh, next year, which has got all the all this stuff in it that we've talked about today. Otherwise, I'm in a show called Utopia. If you're interested in um, uh, infrastructure, <laughs> <laughs> it's a hilarious satire. It's a wonderful show. I'm it very is. very proud to be in that show. And then uh, yeah, Rosehaven, which I mentioned, which is me and Luke McGregor running around Tasmania. We've got three seasons out. Which he messaged me a photo today. His friend works in a library in <laughs> Tassie. And someone had borrowed, had returned them. Where you were available to borrow from the library the DVDs, the DVDs. of Rosehaven in Hobart. So, if oh you, my God, if you live if in you Hobart, if you save any money and you want, you've got a DVD player. Oh my head God, down to the Hobart Library. I don't know. This is why it's so funny. Actually, I know someone. He's got a full collection of fucking Blu-rays. And oh, it cracks right. me up. Oh yeah, I've, it's I've the best. He's got like fifty of them. I've still got VHS. Just sitting there. Don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Oh, well. Actually, I've got um. I've got 
Titanic on VHS, obviously. Classic. Do you have a video? I don't. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Who does? You have to run it with a pedal yeah, now. I know. You? It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so Thank that's you. where you can see more of Celia. Yes. Um, and right. you'll hear more of me on the next episode. But thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having uh, me. From Graham yeah. and I. Um, thank you so much. Thanks. Bye.